welcome into our very first episode of Sidelined. You are catching us at number one, episode one. We are here to spill all the tea. Make sure you guys don't get played by the players and make sure that you guys are ready to coach whatever the hell you have going on in your life. So let's dive into it. I am joined by my very best friend, um, the one, the only, Corey. And I don't believe you introduced yourself. That's fine. I figured you'll do it for me. <laughs> this is one, the, the only, Elena. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, we are here. Episode one. Can you believe it? I can't believe we are we're finally here. Uh, tell the people the the truth and the matter of episode one. So we started recording in December of last year. Um, however, when I went back and listened to episode one, we're getting ready to launch next week. I was like, ooh, um, if anyone listens to this, they are never going to listen to anything else ever again because this is horrible. So. <laughs> Here we are, re-recording. Here we are, back at it. I cannot believe it. We are finally about to launch. This is our very first episode, you guys. We are going to dive into some pretty freaking wild crap, let me tell you. Ori and I have already been recording, like she said, since December. It has been quite a journey through the memories. Most of the time... We will say they're anonymous, but if you're listening to episode one, they may be about us. And that is all we're going to say on that. Let's give the people some some tidbits. What what can they look forward to listening to our podcast? So this idea came out of um, us both being from Los Angeles and just kind of the wild dating scene that is LA. Um, we personally went through a lot dating there and all of our friends. And just we were like, man, this would make such a good podcast. Um, all of these crazy stories we have heard living here. And we've been talking about it for a couple of years, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And so here we are. We're going to talk about those wild dating stories. We're going to talk about uh, tips and tricks when you're navigating dating. Mm-hmm. Just things we have learned from um, not to age ourselves. but quite a few years of being on the dating yeah, scene. Yeah, so to go into that, Corey and I are in our later-ish 20s, but we are going to tell stories from when we were uh, fresh in the 20s. Um, but like she said, we're both from L.A. We're from a small town. Um, most people don't even know it, honestly, but we grew up in the same area, went to high school together, and Corey and I have been inseparable best friends for a couple of years now. And this this idea has come to us because, like she said, if anybody listening has uh, been to, tried to date, experienced an L.A. man or woman, to be honest with you, <laughs> you know all about the drama, the tea, what they need, what they expect. Um, the demands, we're not even going to say their expectations. We're going to call them demands. That's what they really are. Um, and, and so Corey and I are going to tell you all about it. What was it like dating in LA? What has it been like now? We both, um, thank God have left LA. We're no longer in California. Uh, I am out here in Arizona. Corey is out there in Texas. So we are bringing you quite the diverse group of dating and, and we're not going to focus on strictly, you know, oh, because you know, it's uh, us too. We're not going to strictly focus on 
um, how to date if you're a girl looking for your dream man. No, no, we're going to spill all the tea. Uh, we're going to spill, even break a few uh, girl code rules. So we might just to uh, listen in. I mean, we're some of the things we're going to dive into over the next couple of weeks. I mean, what, where, do, where do we where do we start? <laughs> I think we got to start with how we became friends because it's such a bizarre story. Oh, that's for sure. It's quite the story in and of itself. Like literally, I guarantee you, most of you listening did not meet your best friend the way Corey and I did. Um, basically, the background of our friendship is born out of hatred. So, you know, that always starts the best friendships. Um, our exes were best friends and we met through them, but um, we weren't really friends at the time. Um, There's just kind of some weirdness with all of that. Mm-hmm. And it took- animosity at its finest. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, you know, it took us both getting our hearts broken to uh, reconnect later on and we um, you know healed together and trauma bonded for life so there's no going back now that is for sure we definitely trauma bonded we definitely um, took it took a nice deep dive into uh, trauma and healing and trying to endure the trials and tribulations of being with a narcissist stay tuned for that episode <laughs> but yeah i know when Corey and i met each other we literally we hated each other we were like oh my god i don't like her we have nothing in common blah 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 and uh lo and behold like she said uh we both go through some uh pretty traumatic shit and here we are we are together now i think we should dive into um some of the fictitious the sketchy things we should have possibly been arrested for. Um, let's talk about some of our our our, our hoodlum activities that we used to do back in the day, baby. So, as Elena had mentioned, we are both from this um, smallish town. I guess it's kind of a big town. It feels small. There's nothing to do there, really. Um, and anyone born out of a town where there's nothing to do will know about a mall crawl, <laughs> which that was is And it was definitely a mall crawl. Now you're thinking like, oh, is that like a, a beer mar- like a, a pub crawl? No, you guys, we're talking like we grew up in straight up suburbia. We're talking, we're going to Saddle Ranch, baby. That was our bar. We were not going to some clubs and things like that. You know what ideas of clubs were? We were going to Lazy Dog for shots. We would go to Volcano. And we were like, oh my God, we're so bad. And then let's, let's seven great. Tell them, tell them about the wonderful Bunker Hill. So How do you just some context. That? Yeah. Like you really don't honestly, but this was like a pretty, I would say smallish restaurant that just kind of threw all of their furniture in the back at night on the weekends and then had a DJ come and everyone is jammed into this like side of the restaurant next to a bar. And it was literally the only place you could go in town to dance. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was in like literally on the outside patios of a mall. So... Yeah, you know. like the outdoor, like the outdoor shopping. Like we're talking, you guys, we're talking, you go out, you sit on the patio, you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to have a drink. You look across the way 
and there's a freaking Menchie's. Yes, that was our idea of going out. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, there's nothing like waiting in line to go to the uh, only place you can dance in your, in your uh, night out clothes. And there's a family walking by with their kid in a stroller. You're like, just... I'm not supposed to be here right now because I'm just like uh, a streetwalker. But I hope you and the family are doing well. <laughs> Um, oh my god a lot of our stories come out of um two main places i would say i would say sour ranch (laughs) a lot of things occurred there and Mm -hmm. um bunker hill bunker hill yeah we and then we had the occasional we'll throw in a, a little sprinkle if you will of black and blue which was in our almost done partying stage um Corey and I are hardcore. You're thinking I'm going to say alcoholics wrong. We are margarita lovers. <laughs> We're tequila so lovers. Oh, yeah. Tequila Casamigos. You did it again, baby. We love that shit. I swear. You bring us some chips and cheese. God. A guacamole table side. Get out of here. Corey and I will be there for hours. But, yeah. We, we have a, a many a story. I mean... Bunker Hill was our stomping grounds. We made friends with the bouncers. We made friends with security. Um, and we kind of did that at every place that we went. And like she said, we came from a small-ish town. Um, you know, I mean, heck, we might as well just say where it is. Nobody even knows where it is anyway. Santa Clarita. And no, it's not from Netflix, you guys, just because they named the show after it. But... Um, you know, it's, it's very small town feel. And so everybody knows everybody. And that's just kind of what, how it happens. Um, at Saddle Ranch, we knew one of the bartenders and she knew us and just tiptoeing back to our exes. Um, (laughs) she was just good friends with both of them after, after we parted ways and uh Corey and I uh used to go to Saddle Ranch and we would get uh remember we used to be best friends with the manager and we got our shots and uh, Corey tell them about that. I don't know how those shots tasted. They were just mm, delish. Uh I I feel like we're both distinctively gonna remember this no. day forever because we we sit down, <clears throat> uh we look across the bar, we both simultaneously at the same time realized who the bartender is. Mm-hmm. And realize how much she hates us because I think she was currently dating my ex um, when True. she was a bartender. Yeah, yeah we, well, we didn't know. Okay, so to to be fair, we don't even know if she's listening. But if she is, we didn't know if you were dating him or not. Okay, we just saw a post. It was on an Instagram story. We didn't know. We assumed. But like, Corey and I minded our business. We had like two beanie coladas, one for each hand. That was Corey and I. That was our life. Like. And uh, she, I mean, needless to say, do you remember the look she gave us? Just absolute disgust. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, bro, I, like, I really don't want him. Like, you can go down that road if you want to, but I, I'm good. Like, there's no competition here. We don't need to worry about that. I know how this movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so someone had, I think someone had ordered us shots. Like, we didn't order them ourselves, actually. Yeah, and we see we see her making them and we're like oh no and elena just leans in real close to me and goes spit or roofies i mean <laughs> you guys tell me it's not a questionable i mean those are both valid ass answers like we didn't know could it be like i'm, I'm watching her like a hawk and Corey's like 
oh my god like the you could just see like the dots connecting for her in her head like oh my god do you think it would happen like she this bartender supposedly talking to dating whatever what have you with Corey's ex and she's besties with mine like they're all over she's commenting on all his pictures on instagram and blah 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 whatever so when i tell you guys that those shots came over and Corey and i looked at him for a good couple minutes good couple minutes <laughs> what was the verdict <laughs> Um, free alcohol was free alcohol with the verdict. So we were like, bottoms up. <laughs> Cheers. See you in Taco Bell. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Needless to say, wasn't our best choice, but wasn't our worst. If that tells you anything of what's to come in this podcast. Um, but yeah, yeah, we definitely, definitely did that. We were not liked at that bar um, because like I'm, briefly mentioned the manager loved oh shout out to you you know who you are loved me loved me i mean he tried to steal my heart with what like every appetizer on the damn menu a song he serenaded me over potato skins i mean you name it we Corey and i were not liked at that place because we were getting all this little special treatment. Do you remember he brought us the cotton candy and all the, oh my God, the memories. But uh, yeah, tell, tell him what he serenaded me with, Corey. What a, what a beautiful gesture. What a what a man. You guys, chivalry is not dead. I would like to start by saying that the man was at least 40, like at the absolute youngest. But and I was he, what? Oh, that's right. 24. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And now, I mean, shout out to him now. He's probably... Oh my God. He's probably like 46 years old, almost 50. I guarantee you that man is probably 50. <laughs> I know. And he's probably still trying to get with a 20 something year old. Anyway, diving back in, go ahead, tell the people, tell the people how he romances ice speaks. <laughs> he, I think, like previously when we had come in, had asked Elena for her Facebook, which that tells you age right there. He asked for Facebook. <laughs> I know, I know, we're aging ourselves. <laughs> and um, we were, like, at, sitting at the bar looking through his his photos on Facebook, and he had all these, like, musical theater photos yes. and, like, burlesque and all of this very, like, interesting things for a grown man to have on his Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I, well, I think maybe I said something to him because I, I get uh, a little rude when I'm drinking, but um, I was like, oh, so you do theater. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, uh, you're not rude. You literally, Corey's the type that like, so here, here's a here's a tidbit so you guys can imagine what we're like. Recently, we were, uh, apparently, if you guys have seen the uh, Netflix Wednesday, Corey and I were related to as Wednesday and Aided. Um, so she is the more daring, speaks her mind. I am the one that's terrified to get into a fight unless it comes to something where like, you need me to go hard, like I'm down, but like I would really prefer not to. And so Corey is the one who like, if she sees it, she's calling it like she sees it. And so she straight up calls this man out. She's like, so you do theater. What do you have, the Pantages? <laughs> he was not insulted at all. He's very excited I brought this up because this leeway, his opportunity <laughs> to then um, break into a whole new world to Elena and just like look her deep into her eyeballs and try to hold her hand. And I'm just cry- like crying, laughing at this point. Cause this is maybe the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
And Elena <laughs> wanted to murder me, definitely. I didn't know what to do. You guys, if you've been to Saddle Ranch ever, you know that they give you the drinks and they're in those giant crafts. Okay. Corey and I used to get one each. Okay. We used to be, <laughs> we used to be able to handle our liquor. Now we're like in bed by nine. Anyway, but I am sitting there with a straw in my mouth. And I, when I tell you <laughs> the drink that just fell out of my mouth into my little craft and I didn't know what to do, I was. I mean, this man is full on singing to me. Mind you, we have like Luke Bryan shake it for me playing because this is a country restaurant bar and he is singing a whole new world like you guys. You guys don't understand. I mean, and then he was like, I can show you like whatever the line was like, um, tell me, princess, when was the last time you let your heart decide? And I was like, I'm deciding to close this tab. We are leaving this place. And do you think that that stopped us from going back? Never. <laughs> we're back next Friday. <laughs> Mama and Raiden, no quitters over here. We were yeah. like, we're gonna, we're gonna suck it up and hope that there's never a round two of that. And there wasn't, thank God. I mean, Corey and I used to be pretty rambunctious. Shout out to my sister. Uh, thanks for driving us. Uh, <laughs> Corey and I used to go out to this mall crawl, right? We've told you guys about it. You guys are getting the picture. Here is the <laughs> the peak of the the piece de resistance, if you can. We would go and straight up pregame. We would pregame so hard, so hard, so so hard. We had like remember you used to bring a mason jar with like some concoction and if anybody knows Corey personally and is listening to this y'all be careful when you drink her drinks like she goes hard <laughs> i cannot tell you like there are some times where i was like whoo put some hair on your chest but we would have our drinks and we would bang my sister and she was what 16 17 drive us and we're driving open container i'm driving with a solo cup and a bendy straw in the passenger seat we're like let's go <laughs> Mind you, the drive from Corey and I, like, where we lived to this mall was what, Corey? Like, it's pretty close, like, 10 minutes at most. We were chugging, baby. We were going hard. We were, like, we were going to get ready for a volcano. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Allegedly. We, all allegedly. You know? Allegedly. We were never there. We were never. These are all stories that have been told to us. We we, we don't know anything about these, these people. If anybody says they know us, they're lying. <clears throat> but yeah for sure we we dated uh, we dated many a man we dated many a man that we would take to Bunker Hill and we dated many a man that we would take to these places and then ditch so that Corey and I could hang out uh you want to tell them about that <laughs> yeah after a little while of um dating we were both like you know what, like, this is not going so hot, you know, what we should just do next time is plan to both meet at the mall at different restaurants, and then if our dates are going bad, we'll just make up some excuse and leave them and go out together. Mm -hmm. So, uh, sure enough, that, that ended up being the charm. We would be like, oh, like, let's go over to this brewery real quick, and then we'd be like, Elena, what are you doing here? Corey, I wasn't expecting to see you here. Meanwhile, I'm texting her the whole time. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom on my date. I'm texting Corey in the song, like, bitch, hurry up, get over here. <laughs> like, I'm like, he's getting real annoying. So you guys, take that tip number one. Oh my God, pro tip already. We're, we're dishing them out. Ladies, gents, 
you're on a date and it's going to crap, you are over it. Nonchalantly text your friends and be like, hey, I'm here to pull through. Oh my God, I wasn't expecting you guys to pull up. Now you're thinking, well, okay, sounds cool. How'd you get away from them? Corey, tell the people. Tell the people our master plan. We always had some kind of uh, emergency situation we had to take care of to leave that we would be like, oh my gosh, you need a ride home right now? Okay, I have my car here. I'll give you a ride. So one of the two of us wouldn't have our car there and we would have to give the other person a ride home. Absolutely. Or we would be like, oh my gosh, you know, she's just not really feeling well, you know, and I don't want her to drive home or yeah, she's drank too much. You guys, we would meet up in the parking structure and we were Audi 500. We were boom, Bunker Hill. We left our dates. Here's the Here's here's the plot twist, you guys. Here is where Corey and my pro tips can go awry. So we're at Bunker Hill. We're dancing. We're 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 having a good time. Girls' night out. Thank God we ditched the losers. We have hit the high road. And lo and behold, what happens, Corey? I believe one time you ran into your date at Bunker Hill after, and we were like, oh, <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. Uh, I definitely ran into my date. And uh, he was like, oh, I didn't know you come here. And, and uh, after a few, few many of a uh, uh, Vegas bomb, you know, Elena's mouth just, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm coming out of the time. I'm here almost every Friday. And he's like, oh, that's weird. We went out on a Friday. <laughs> hmm. What is, that was really crazy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I mean, <laughs> I, exactly. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, but do you remember? We saw your dates there, too. Remember? He was uh, making out with that girl. Oh, yeah. my God. I think we literally just talked about this in an episode that'll be coming down the road. But um, we definitely had some awkward encounters of running into people that we, you know, previously dated or whatever. Like Elena was saying, smallish town. So you go out and you end up running into everyone you went to high school with and mm-hmm. everyone you ever dated. So... Just some awkward run-ins quite a few times. Oh, my God. I know. Since we're on the topic of Bunker Hill, and I know for a fact we have not talked about this. This is this is for sure not in any of the upcoming episodes. Let's talk about the guy who looked like Trevor Noah. Bunker Hill. Let's talk about it. You guys, I all, this entire story, I want you guys to imagine. Okay. I want you guys to think. Think back to like the 90s. Oh my God, I've dated myself already. The kids in the 2000s are like the 1900s. And we're like, yeah, pretty much. But think back to those alligator toys, you guys. We're talking the ones with the teeth that you push down and all of a sudden like it snaps down. Just just have that in mind. As, as Corey briefly tells you <laughs> this beautiful story. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. Tell him about him. There was this guy who definitely looked a lot like Trevor Noah, like to an extent it was kind of trippy. And he was like flirting with me and I was like, yeah, like you're cute, blah, blah, blah. We were talking and Elena and I are doing something else. And then we look over and he's dancing with this girl that (coughs) high key had like two teeth at most. (laughs) High key. (laughs) We're talking, you guys, she had the gator mouth. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, we were just, our jaws, I think, dropped open, and we were like, oh, like, well, okay. Like, he's clearly occupied with 
uh, no teeth over there. So, oh my god, yes, and like that is not the type of place we grew up in. And like, I mean, you guys, we saw some interesting, some interesting characters there. There was a guy who used to wear a fedora, and he used to hit Michael Jackson moves. Oh my god, you guys, he was like, how old do you think he was, Corey? 40s 50s at least right at least he was like frank sinatra wannabe like he should have been on the vegas strip like trying to like impersonate someone i mean we saw that we saw do you remember the one girl who would always wear these like little black flats leggings and they weren't like leggings you guys we're talking like full-on like pantyhose down to the feet they were completely dark and then she would wear like a skirt and like a church top and she would come in there and mind you, like when we were going out, like a home never gets cold. So like those were the outfits that girls are wearing in there. We are talking like minimal shortness, shortest possible thing like that. You were not going to have the sheriff get called on you. Like that was what we were wearing. And then we see this and she was there many a times, wasn't she? Like, oh my God. Yeah, her and Fedora hat guy, I think, ended up kind of becoming an item, which was hilarious because they were the two, like, staples. Like, everyone knew them. They were always there. And they ended up, like, kind of dating. And we were like, oh, my God, it's, like, a match made in weird clothing heaven. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, they they were meant, you know what? She was meant to be on that show, What Not to Wear, with Stacey, 100%. Her whole wardrobe in the trash. We are talking, like, you guys, I can't even explain to you the things we saw in there um i mean it was it was insane it was insane um I mean, is there any other ones that you can remember i mean there's a lot of stories from bunker that we'll have to get into later down the road but i feel like <laughs> we've talked about kind of the highlights but you know, just the, the small town living of running into everybody and then the awkwardness of if you date someone and then you are out and you see them and then you're talking to somebody else, like, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And then you uh, run into them on your next date, which happened way too often. Oh, wait, way too often. And what's terrible is like, you know, you were in your 20s. You're living out there. You're in an apartment. There's not that many apartments in suburbs, you guys. So you would see these guys and they all lived within like a one mile radius of you. And uh, yeah, that was awkward. Um, Everybody in our hometown was either a cop, a firefighter, convict. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely had a a surplus of like uniformed professions. A lot of Mm -hmm. EMTs, cops, firefighters firefighters firemen whatever um and like military i was just gonna say oh my god we have to talk about like they're everybody like you guys the recruiting stations like most places will have like a recruiting station like out here in arizona i've seen like one for the army and it's next to like a baskin robbins but like that is it there is nothing else like no other recruiting stations when we tell you guys at the mall it was literally right next door to each other we had the navy we had the air force we had the coast guard we had the marines i mean we had the army. We And then across the street, you have Chick-fil-A. So, you know, I mean, it was quite popular for everybody and their brother to literally go into some sort of branch of the military. So, yeah, we had a lot of those. Um, I'm sure we'll do a full-blown episode on, on military dating. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, cringe, 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 cringe. <laughs> anyway, anyway, now. 
I know. I know. We'll make you guys wait till like episode nine for that. Don't worry. We won't, <laughs> we won't traumatize you guys with that. I won't bring up your PTSD um, and things that they cause to you. But yeah, I mean, there was a surplus. And the worst part is, is that as soon as you're like, oh, I know so-and-so. Well, guess what? They work in the same department as so-and-so. And I mean, should I just expose my non-self anonymously? That's probably definitely me that I had. Do you remember? I dated somebody in Highway Patrol. I dated somebody in LAPD. I dated somebody who was a sheriff in our hometown. I dated somebody in a hometown that was like 30 minutes away. He was a cop there. I mean, you guys, when Corey's telling you there was a surplus, it was like, I didn't know what I was doing that attracted these men. Like firefighters down in Long Beach, two hours away. No, no. Elena still gets them. Corey was getting the same thing. Like, oh my God, didn't you have like people that work together and stuff like that? We're in the same like department. You had known each other, had been on calls together. <laughs> like, yeah, <sighs> it was definitely um, questionable when you would see like start talking to somebody and they'd be like, oh, I'm a copy. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, and yours is even worse. Yours is even worse because you have your, your family line that's in that. Yeah, I one time, so my, my dad was a cop for a really long time, and I, I one time matched with this guy. He said something to me about my dad, like he was asking me <laughs> if it was my dad, and I was like, what yeah. a pickup line? Literally instantly unmatched me. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like, what did my dad do to you? <laughs> oh my god, you know it's bad. So you guys, <laughs> pro tip number two, if <laughs> you know their parents. Do not use that as a pickup line. Like, hey, how's your mom? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Question. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that one. And then, like, they would try, oh, my God, don't even get us started on the guys that would think they were all that. Oh, I'm a cop. I'm cool. Blah, blah, blah. And then Corey's like, yeah, this is my dad. We never heard from those people again. <laughs> Shout out to you. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for weeding out all the... Uh stupid people that were in our lives because it worked (laughs) yeah weed out the stupid people please so instead of dating the people that he worked with we dated the people he arrested (laughs) oh you know i i really just am hoping and praying that my parents don't ever listen to this because i i will probably be disowned (laughs) I know, right? I know. Yeah, my, I know. Episode one, my mom's like, oh, make sure that you let me know. We're ready to listen to you guys. Just so you know, if you haven't gotten the gist of it yet, it's probably not what you want to play it on driving through the, you know, drop off line, drop off your kid at school. We're going to talk about some uh, not great stuff. Um, We're not trying to get little Susie in the third grade to be like, I want a criminal mom. You know, like we're trying to, we're trying to avoid that. Um, and, uh, guys, if you have your sons, whatever in the car, probably best that, you know, they don't know that, um, girls can, uh, be liars and, uh, bitches. So, you know, unless you want them to hear those words, cut the tape. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys, we are on all of the social media. We want you guys to write in. Corey, let them know. I mean, what is it that we want to hear? Send us you know, your worst date stories, your crazy date stories, send us, you know, any words of wisdom you have to share with us. Um, we've, uh, we've gotten some doozy so far. We're very excited to uh, share. 
Um, but you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at sidelined.pd. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. Elena, you want to sign us off? We will sign you guys off. We will catch you guys episode two coming in hot, baby. We will see you guys next week. We are going to be dropping these out every Thursday, I believe, is our game plan. If we fail, just know that is probably a sign of how our dating lives went before this. So just know it is coming in hot. It is coming for you. We hope you guys have a great week, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.